What's going on, y'all? It's your man, Anthony. Sneaking in a little surprise episode of uh, Anthony's Godly Guidance. I guess it's technically a two-part to the last episode of people getting on your nerves. I, uh, pondering some things, thinking about a couple things, was thinking about, like, <clears throat> other issues that get on get on our nerves one of the things I thought about before that I didn't speak about in the the last recording was uh, traffic. Now, I I, got to admit, traffic has got to be one of my Achilles heel. I I have a hard time with traffic, especially here in in the Denver metro area because it's, excuse me, it's getting worse. I remember a time I live in the, the northwest suburbs. And I remember when we first moved out to the burbs, there was nobody there. And I, it was actually very peaceful. And somewhere along the way, everybody got that same message and started moving out. So now there's like rush hour where I, where I live, which is ridiculous because, again, it's the suburbs, it's the northwest suburbs. We first moved out here, there was nothing. Nothing but a, a King Supers, a McDonald's, and a bank that was in the trailer. Now, now there's rush hour. Or like I-25 or I-70 or 270. Oh my God, 270. Ugh. So anyway, these highways, there used to be a time where you can get on them on Sundays and not have any traffic. That doesn't exist anymore. I'm not thrilled about that. Now, I'm sitting here going on about the fact that we have to deal with traffic to kind of go with uh, my my thought of uh, you know the the dealing with the this spiritual warfare. Sorry, dealing with the people, and again to go with. Um, Ephesians 6.12 that we wore not with flesh and blood now. What does that got to do with traffic now? As an example, there have been times where I have been in church, heard a good word, felt great. Like charged, ready to, to do my thing for the Lord. And got out into the street to start driving and somebody cut me off or somebody was driving like 20 and a 40 or something like that. And everything that I lost, you know, I just gathered all this great, great message. And now it's gone because I'm upset because of the people in front of me or the people who cut me off or whatever. The people who are just driving way too fast and get impatient and start cussing you out and flipping you off and all kind of silly stuff. And I mean, you just left church feeling good. Now now, now you're mad. And that's that's another way of spiritual warfare. That's another attack because the enemy knows that he can get to us through that avenue. Now that's not everybody. But I felt like I should record this for those who uh, who have that same struggle. You know, it's, man, it's something else. To, and I'm working on it. I've gotten better, I believe. I, I used to be 
really bad. I used to have like a hardcore road rage. I believe I've gotten better. Now I have my moments, I ain't gonna lie. You know, I really don't like getting cut off. I don't like when people know that a lane is about to end and they wait to the last minute and then flip me off because I don't want to let them over. When I've been in the lane that don't end for the last mile, just, ooh, anyway. So, but again, that is a way the enemy gets to me because he knows that that will affect me and that'll take me out and lose my witness over it. So, I keep saying we and me, but I want to I wanna put it on me so people understand that that is a place where the enemy knows that I will lose my witness. So that is one place where I've got to be on guard even more, focused and paying attention because he's coming. Every time I get behind the wheel, he's coming. He's going to send something because he knows in the past that that's been the way to get to me. Not because it's not the people who are cutting me off or doing whatever, flipping me off or whatnot, that are the problem. It's the spirit behind that. The spirit is trying to get me out of my witness, out of out of a place of rest, out of a place of joy. And sometimes it's not necessarily just about, you know, like I said, about losing your witness. Sometimes it's literally just to steal your joy. Especially, like I say, if I leave, right after we leave church and something happens, that's just trying to steal your joy and rob you of everything you heard. Excuse me. When you were in church and, and filled with the word, that's supposed to happen to get you out of that. And now you're upset and focus on something else. <clears throat> so, that that one was something that I, I was really uh, heavy on my mind, heavy on my heart. And I, I didn't address this in the last one. And I felt like maybe I should go on and throw that out there because I know, I know from driving that there are several people that are dealing with it. And it's, it can be very nerve wracking and it can be upsetting. And sometimes you just want to go off and just say all kinds of stuff, man. I just, I get it. I get it. I get it. But as us Christians, we have to. Try to. We have to believe and focus on Jesus and keep our witness, and and just you know show Christ, even when we don't want to. I mean, between traffic and my line of work, I have several opportunities on a daily basis to show that. You know, there's at any given point walking up and down the halls of my job. I got something that a kid that is uh got something to say. Some something foolish to where I gotta I gotta choose. Do I show Christ? Do I show do I show the flesh? So anyway, I wanted to say that and I also wanted to throw this in very very short. I don't wanna go into too much detail about it, but Another place that the, that that we got to keep in mind <clears throat> is is with with kids, whether it be toddlers, whether it be and you know little kids, teenagers. That is another place that the enemy uses to come against us because, especially like we'll just say little kids, toddlers, or whatnot. Some of the things that we see, some of the behaviors that that they display. 
we got to try to remember they don't have the amount of God that we have. They don't have the amount of Bible because they, they can't comprehend it like that. So they don't have the means to combat it. So we got to try, which can be hard. We got to try to remember that they're the spirits that are coming and they, they can't throw the word back at the little kids. Older kids can, obviously. But the little kids can't throw the word back at them. So it's just, they're just getting bombarded and they are flesh. They are acting purely on flesh-like mentalities. That's what they know. So that's for the little kids. We got to remember that. Not to say that they should get away with everything because they shouldn't. They're, they're, the Bible tells us to teach, to remind, and correct. So there's a time for all of that. And like, you know, it's just, but same thing when it comes to teenagers. Well, I shouldn't say same thing, but when it comes to teenagers, there it's just like in spoken in the last, the last episode, there are times where these teenagers are sent to their whole purpose, which whether they don't, they, I don't believe they know it or not. It's not like they're purposely, for the most part, trying to rob you of your joy, but they're just an instrument, a tool being used to come against us, to take us out of our place of, uh, of peace. And a lot of times we fail at that. So again, I just wanted to throw it out there. Um, I don't want to go on too far with this. this. These are just two things that I thought about after listening to to uh, the the last episode that I meant to plug in there. So I pray that this blesses someone. Uh, again, Shaman, uh, the next episode is uh, talking about lust. Um, we'll go into more detail about that when it comes to, to uh, spiritual warfare. I love y'all. Peace.